The following program contains mature subject matter. Listener discretion is advised. Turn us on and the satisfaction's guaranteed. Frank discussion with passion on CJD 800. Welcome to the Tuesday edition of Passion. It's Trouble Tuesdays, the night that I reserve all evening long to answer your questions and just to have general discussions. So if you want to, uh, if you want a question answered specifically about sex or your relationship or you're struggling with someone with something, uh, or you want to uh, to vent or you want to give feedback to people who have written in or you want to give feedback about. Uh, particular uh, topics that we've discussed, then feel free, please. You can text at 514-800 and you can always call at 514-790-0800. I also receive lots of emails. So uh, if you prefer, you can always send me an email to laurie at drlaurie.com. So yesterday we had uh, quite an interesting discussion with our guys panel and it turned around a men wearing masks. Lots of people weighed in on that. We also talked about, um, I guess a generational thing maybe, but, uh, men who are, uh, like flirtatious, but not flirt like charming and using, uh, terms of endearment towards women who, uh, and the guys who were talking didn't see it as an issue at all, uh, but lots of people weighed in. So I wanted to give a little bit of a voice to, uh, to you guys, because I didn't get to all of these texts and I thought we could always revisit this, uh, as well and get some of your, uh, comments in. So a couple things. So this, uh, one texter wrote, hi, I heard a guy on CJD say that he doesn't wear a mask because it's uncomfortable. What's more uncomfortable, a mask or being on a respirator in the ICU? So obviously we're having, uh, there's lots of discussion around mask wearing. And as you know, and we've heard in the news that it will be mandatory as of the 22nd in public uh, spaces. So now if you go into a store or what have you, everybody will uh, be wearing a mask. I say, look at the bright side. You can get fashionable with masks. I've been spending a lot of time making my own, so it's kind of fun. Uh, I know it's uncomfortable for long periods of time. And I feel for those who have to work with a mask on all day long. Uh, absolutely. Uh, this text writes the day COVID-19 is linked to impotence is the day all these macho men will take it seriously. <laughs> Okie dokie. Uh, then the passion poet writes a little poem here in the world of dating and COVID. Are we up to the task meeting a new person, both wearing a mask, cannot see facial expressions, can only see half the face, just no indication if we can get to first base as the date progresses, not too sure what to take in, wondering if it's possible to safely slide into second. Now on the fourth drink, both getting in a loose state, you're now thinking of rounding Third, getting to home plate. Yeah, well, we have to still practice. The, the meaning of safe sex now is changed, right? Because now we have to stay safe of this particular virus that is not necessarily spread through sexual contact, but close contact. So something else that we all need to um, think about. Uh, this text writes in, I'm a female who once had a platonic friend who constantly kept calling me sweetie, which intensely bothered and annoyed me as I found it highly inappropriate. 
However, despite my making it clear to him on numerous occasions that I didn't appreciate the fact, he nevertheless simply refused to stop. And due to his perpetual disrespectful and dismissive arrogance, I was unfortunately obliged to end the friendship, which devastated him, yet he refused to contribute in a mutually respectful way that would have ultimately preserved the friendship nonetheless. How crazy is that well respect is is important not only in love relationships but of course in uh, in friendships a female writes in what possesses people to be touchy-feely with strangers anyway i can't imagine even having this urge uh well it's interesting but some people and it's not just with I guess with strangers, but people that they are uh, interacting with or or what have you. It's more than just a stranger on the street and you go up to them and get touchy-feely with them. I'm a woman and I actually disagree with Costa, that was one of the guys last night, as it's fine for him if he enjoys being generally touchy-feely. However, he nevertheless must take into account the fact that not everyone enjoys having their personal space and boundaries imposed upon or violated. Consequently, instead of focusing only on what he enjoys, he must be equally mindful of what others may not enjoy as well. So that's uh, something else. And then someone texted and said, it's fun listening to these guys. As a boomer, I can relate to a lot there. So absolutely, right? They, It's uh, maybe a, uh, a general, uh, like a generational uh, thing quite possibly. Uh, all right. Hi, Dr. Lori. I have a friend who's been seeing a guy for two years now. It's probably more of a friends with benefits, but my friend wants more. He still seems traumatized by his marriage ending and is not ready for any commitment. She's having unprotected sex and she had him promise that he wasn't sleeping with anyone else. Last week, he was charged with drinking and driving and has lost his license for 90 days. He needs a car to get to work. My friend offered him to stay at her place and she could drive him to work but not home. He has since told her that he is staying at another girl's place but could stay two nights at my friend's place. The other girl wanted to meet my friend and insisted that he introduce the other girl as his girlfriend. So now it's obvious he was seeing and sleeping with both of them. I told her to let him stay with the other girl and drop him, but she insists on helping him out during this rough time. If the other girl wants to be known as his girlfriend, I can't imagine how she'll handle him staying at my friend's place. What do you say? Uh, Well, I agree. I think this is a bit of a messy situation, and it sounds like something is not very clear. So she's seeing a guy for two years, Two years is a long time for a friends with benefits relationship. And as you say, she, um, your friend wants more, but it sounds like she's ready to do whatever to get more or what have you, but she's going to get hurt in the end in all of this. Um, because it's, I think pretty clear that he doesn't want more and her practicing unprotected sex is frankly stupid on her part. Um, it doesn't make any sense, especially without a firm commitment that they are in an exclusive relationship. Even if it's a friends with benefit relationship, that it be, uh, exclusive. Although, Again, you know, what does a friends with benefits relationship implies that it's not really exclusive. We're just get together for fun and we do, I do my thing on my side, you do your thing. 
So something is happening, uh, happening there, but, uh, listen, your friend's going to do what she wants to do and, uh, you can give her advice, but telling her what to do is, uh, may backfire on you. So just say, look, I don't think it's a great idea. Um, you might get hurt that maybe you want to clarify with him your position in all of this and, uh, and see, see where it goes. Texter writes in guy is a player. She better get rid of him hurt now or hurt later. It's inevitable. Uh, I think that girl should drop the two timing guy. So that's from two other, uh, two other people. So there are, uh, you know, I think most of us are on the same page, including you, but it's very hard to, uh, tell somebody what to do in a situation, uh, like that clearly. Uh, over 30 years ago in Harry Met Sally scene, Billy Crystal told Meg Ryan that men can't just be friends with women. All guys would happily go all the way with a friend at the drop of a hat. What do you think? I'm putting this out for all of you. What do you think? Uh, we'll, uh, we'll ask that question and hopefully answer that question. A safe place to work out the kinks in any relationship. It's passion with CGAD 800's Dr. Lori Batito. Trouble Tuesdays, uh, where uh, I answer questions, but also share your texts and your uh, comments. Not always just questions, but comments as well. 514-800, and don't forget to uh, email me if you'd like to at uh, laurie at drlaurie.com. So on the issue of the touchy-feely, we had Costa on last night, and he just wrote in saying, I'm not touchy-feely for my enjoyment. It's my personality, and I respect the other's desire if they don't appreciate it so there's still a, a a level of consideration there so it's important to voice our own um boundaries i think we need to practice that more even as women we need to be taught how to say look that's not cool or i'm not comfortable with that without feeling like you're making uh, too big of a fuss or whatever and people should be respectful not everybody likes their circle invaded right like we all have our personal space bubble and some and well especially these days now i'm sure people who like their space are like oh yes nobody's gonna try to kiss me on both cheeks nobody's gonna try to hug me nobody's gonna shake my hand it's all great uh let's see uh, on mask wearing hi doctor wearing a mask ought to be the least of our problems these days hmm uh, maybe that sweetie talking guy didn't want a platonic relationship at all for the person who wrote in about that, that friendship. Maybe, maybe he wanted a whole lot more. And that's a few texts here about, uh, uh, men aren't really friends with women that they would have sex with them at the drop of a hat if they could, um, if you want to see how far men will go, forget Harry met Sally watch. There's something about Mary funny, but lots of truth. Uh, I actually just saw that uh, movie again. It's true. The guys in there really go at it. <laughs> uh, what were they thinking when they opened the bars? Everybody knows people get stupid when they drink. Well, you do lose your inhibitions and you do may make some um, questionable uh, decisions. Certainly there's that. Uh, many men have confirmed the movie quote to me. If they want a friend, they have the boys. And that's from a female. So a, a female who doesn't believe that men could just be friends 
I don't know how this all turned to that, but uh, but it did. Uh, this person sent me an email. Um, Loved your show last night. Mike sounds like a good old-fashioned man. Sounds like my kind of guy. I also lost my husband and can relate to his loss. It is never easy. Would love to meet him. Sorry, I'm not a matchmaker. You can look them up yourself. Uh, regarding the subject of endearments toward employees, I have to say many years ago, because I remember being young in the 80s when male bosses would call me sweetie and put their hand on my shoulder. I don't know why, but we didn't see anything wrong with it. But today we are in a different world and maybe men and maybe even women have to be a little more careful with employees. We certainly wouldn't want any lawsuits or complaints at the Human Rights Commission. Uh, You're absolutely right about that. It is a different world today and we have to be more conscious. And we, uh, we, this person and me, grew up in an era where... It was accepted that that kind of behavior, but we know a lot more now and it's a little bit, sometimes the pendulum has to swing pretty far, but to get to be able to feel equal uh, also. And so there's the something to be said about that. Uh, Love Harry met Sally and the late Carl Reiner's wife has one of the all-time lines in movie history. I'll have what she's having. Yes, right after Meg Ryan simulated an orgasm in a New York deli to prove to Billy Crystal how easy it is to fake a big O. Um, That's quite true. That's quite true. Sorry, Costa, it may be your personality, but there are two ways to learn. One is the easy way. Second one can land you with a harassment charge. Yeah, that's, uh, that's true. And some men have, uh, learned that and it's, uh, it's difficult, especially when the intent, like I always look at somebody's intention, right? And it's one thing if somebody does something with the intent of being friendly, um, and then the other person says, look, I'm not comfortable with that. And if they continue that behavior, then it becomes harassment. But, you know, sometimes we got to give the benefit of the doubt when it's not a, a, a sexual uh, um, act, for example, or, or, or jest, right? Uh, Casa texting in about being aware of respecting touchy-feely boundaries is cool on his part. Yes, Costa listens, and uh, thank you, he's paying attention. <laughs> Uh, the Dr. Lori, the player should be dropped. She trusts him to make good choices. He lost his license due to a DUI. How can you trust him to not use protection during sex? So again, this goes back to the woman who wrote in about her, um, her friend. I would agree with you on that one. Uh, so uh, just a follow up, if you remember yesterday, um, somebody wrote in saying that she went on a date with someone who claimed to be the passion poet and it was absolutely not, uh, actually the, the passion poet was not happy with somebody impersonating him or just pretending so that he could I don't know, gain some points with her or whatever. So she wrote back saying, I questioned blank today. I don't want to say his name. And now he does not answer any of my messages on the site. The real poet is tall and slim, not bald at all. Just what the doctor ordered. (laughs) Can you tell me a bit about his personality? I don't know. I'm not fixing him up with anybody. I do not want to be responsible for anything in that respect. 
He once wrote a poem that I swear I think was written just for me, made me smile, and I had happy tears. From that day forward, he won a place in my heart. I know that sounds silly, but you have a place in my heart as well. You have no idea how much you have helped me. I love you both. Thank you. That's... uh... That's uh, very, very sweet of you. Do you have any questions? Tonight's the night. If you have uh, something that you are dealing with or you want to respond to someone else, remember, this is a community, and together we it's people helping people, which I know sounds cheesy, but it works. And I can tell you just from experience of people writing me how much they value other people weighing in as well and giving them uh, little bits of advice or uh, their perspective on it or their experiences with particular uh, with particular things. So please feel free to comment, to add, uh, whatever it is, 514-800 to, uh, to text in. If you want, if you'd rather call me, you could do that too. It's nice to hear voices every once in a while as well. Uh, 514-790-0800. I wish I was good at like, uh, at making different voices and accents. Then I would, I would just do each text that way. <laughs> I'll just pretend. Um, hey, Dr. I loved your show that had the green flags. Who wrote that? Uh, it became crystal clear that my past relationship was so wrong. Communication was bad. He avoided touchy conversations and never wanted any conflict, which is hard to deal with. Couldn't be my authentic self. That's right. When you're walking on eggshells because every time you want to bring up something, you're thinking, oh my goodness, this person is going to avoid it, run away or get angry or whatever it is. You, you never move the relationship forward. You need uh, conflict and disagreement is these are parts of being in relationships and it's not in terms of having conflicts. It's how you resolve conflicts. So in order like to resolve conflicts, you have to be able to communicate. You have to be able to share what your thoughts and feelings are about, about something. Maybe, you know, nobody is perfect. We can piss off our partner or irritate them in certain ways. And it's important to say, Hey, you hurt me when this happened, or I felt hurt or I felt upset or I felt irritated, uh, so that you can then discuss it and be able to move the relationship, uh, forward. I'll have to dig up that article again about the, uh, the green flags, but I'm sure if you just, uh, Google, uh, green flags, you might, uh, you might come across that, uh, that article, but, it, but it's true. It's, these are things that we need to focus on. Uh, Dr. Lori, so it's literally come down to getting tested for STDs and COVID-19 before sharing bodily fluids with someone. Yeah, could be. I mean, it might, uh, it might come down to that. Once you're at it and you're getting your STI testing, maybe at infectious disease clinics, they should test for COVID-19 also at the same time uh, as you're doing your STI test. That's not uh, a bad idea, but just remember like with STD tests, uh, and COVID tests, like that's fine today you get tested, but if you have unprotected sex tomorrow, or you're not wearing your mask and you are having, uh, close contacts with other people who might be infectious, then those tests become useless because then you have to get tested again. So you have to, it's about practicing 
making sure you're constantly practicing these um, guidelines, whether it's for safe sex or for, um, for, for COVID. I accidentally caught my son 13 masturbating. I told my wife, she told me she doesn't want to know anything about it. Not fair. I would want to know. Well, I guess respect your, your wife. It might make her very uncomfortable. I'm hoping that she, she, as well as you are having conversations with your son about, uh, about sexuality in general, about what's happening to his body, about how to treat, uh, uh, treat, uh, uh, potential, uh, dates about love, about boundaries, about consent, about safety, about safe sex, about pornography. These are all issues that at 13, we should already be, um, discussing. Uh, do, do you want to think I told my son was do what you want in your, in your room and keep the door closed. Yes. And, and of course the issue of privacy, it's fine. The kids will masturbate, people masturbate. That's okay. You don't want to shame a child for doing that. You just want to make sure that they, they, uh, respect the uh, privacy of other people who live in, uh, the household for sure. Uh, coming up, I've got a, a, an update. If you remember the, the woman who wrote in about, um, having listened to passion about 20 years ago with her and her friends, when they were caught up in a prostitution, uh, and, and drug situation that finally escaped. Well, I got a, I got a, um, an update from them that I'm going to share. That's coming up next after we check in with our CJD 800 newsroom. The following program contains mature subject matter. Listener discretion is advised. From the pleasure and the politics to the hangups and the heartbreak, you're listening to Passion, CJD 800. Trouble Tuesday, tonight on the program. I answer your questions about love, sex, and relationships. We have Steve on the line. Hi, Steve. Hey, Steve. Hi, Hi thanks. Thanks Thank for you. taking my call. Thank you for your patience. What can I, I do for you? you? I have listened to you often, and I usually, uh, well, usually I always respect uh, <laughs> your, your, your opinions and your advice. Well, it's also entertaining to listen to you. I appreciate I don't get, that. I don't get to listen that often because I'm not usually in the car at this hour. Oh, but what? Something you... that struck a nerve with what you're opening. <laughs> okay. I, I have to call today. Okay, good. So, Tell me what. How it's uh, my uh, sweetheart and I, we've been together almost 10 years now. I, it's almost like a wife. I was married before for 20 years, but okay. we've been together now 10 years, almost, almost in all. Okay. And we have, and uh, I love her very much, and I'm sure she is. I'm, I'm confident saying that she loves him as well. I know she does. It's not even an end mm-hmm. But we have one issue that we can't seem to get over. What? We have diametrically opposed views about uh, certain topics. Yeah, like what? Uh, well, one of them is about COVID right now, but it's it's more than that. But it's we we come out on different sides on almost every every topic when it has to do with let's say stuff in the news. So, so just to give you a quick example. For example, so if we heard on the news, like we heard on the news, there was uh, uh, three thousand. Uh, I mean, uh, th- they found uh, some thousands of cases, they thousands of tests, and they found thirty people had co- coronavirus. Right. Okay. So. What does that mean? So 30 people have the virus, according to statistics, uh, 90% of them, so 27 of them are over 70 years old, people that die from coronavirus. Right. So of those, not too many 90-year-olds were at the bars over the weekend. 
Right. <laughs> most of the other people that most of the other people that die were at the uh, came from a long-term care associate, a right? Residence. Right. Very few of those people were at the bars that night. Are you? Are you why guys? Is, why are people being scared about going to a bar? And why is why is the media trying to make us scared about going to a bar? Do you think my my mother? She passed away, but she would be so upset that her grandchildren and her children aren't having a normal life. They can't I, go to graduation. They can't. I hear uh, you. Summer camp. Okay. And, my, and and my wife says, "Well, we have to do this. We have to do this." And it's the media has to tell us to stay inside and do this because people are dying. But almost no one's dying anymore. The disease ran its course. It's no, it did not. Pain. No, no. How well, many people died today in all of Canada? Okay. L- wait. Hold it, Steve. I'm not going to no, argue. I don't want to argue with you, but this, this is what happened. Again. Okay. When I talk to my sweetheart. We always get to this point. Sure. Completely opposite views, and we can't figure it out. Okay. This is the thing, Steve. In me- in all couples, there's a good portion of issues that will never be resolved, okay? That you will never come to an agreement with. Sometimes you have to agree to disagree, but you need to respect each other. So if your partner is anxious about getting sick and anxious uh, about the virus and everything else, you need to respect how she feels, regardless of what you think. No, but it's the exact opposite. I, I respect what she thinks a million percent. I, she's, we, we isolate, we go up north, I'm never going to touch anyone. Okay. And, and she's not even that afraid about so it. So then why are you so, arguing about it? Well, why did you cut me off? Like, because why, I don't want... People are dying, people are dying. There's not that many people dying anymore. Like, why can't we have that conversation? Why is it against the rules to say that what's really true, what's really going on? Yes, but it there's always... A, disease. a lot of people get sick. Most of the sick people were over 90. There was 10% of them that were over 80. And of the people that died, it's not that deadly of a disease. Okay. And you're a doctor, so you know that. Why do we have to tell people to be scared? Okay. First of all, I'm not a medical doctor. I'm not a medical doctor. Second of all, it's scary enough. And if anybody has known, I, I, I unfortunately have known a few people who have died of COVID. Granted, uh, they weren't all elderly. People didn't die from cancer. They weren't all. Okay, but you know we can turn around on this, and that's like having an argument with a Trump supporter. You know, they have their views, okay. so, and okay, I have mine. And, and I'm not a Trump supporter. Okay. But let's say let's say I was supporting right. other things. And I would. Say, say not talk about COVID. That's right. and I would say I'm not talking politics with you. That's what I would say because it turns around in circles over and over and over again. If you want to have a healthy relationship and you disagree strongly about this particular issue, you will you're just trying to convince her and she's trying to convince you and it doesn't work. You're just going to keep that, it's you're right. hundred percent right. You're saying except for the one key factor is that she's not trying to convince me and I'm trying to not trying to convince her. Well, you I are respect that she could feel the way she does. I can't respect that you feel the way you do, but I can respect her because I know her. <laughs> <laughs> when I, but you're on the radio and you're talking to millions of people and I don't understand why you could be telling everybody that kids shouldn't go to school and shouldn't go on vacations. What, what I, I, I'm not telling anybody, I'm not telling anybody how to live. Okay. I can only say how I live. I'm not telling people don't do this or don't do that. I I'm, fo- I'm following guidelines and I believe in the guidelines. I, I look at the research myself. I have a, a sister who's a scientist. I rely on her a lot. And this is what I'm following. You believe what you want to believe. If I can get you to agree on just one thing, I think it would be a successful call and it would help me yeah, you are trying to convince is, me then. Is there a meet? Is can you agree that there's 
a bit of a media bias towards being fearful and scared versus, let's see, we've had lived through viruses before. We're pretty good at handling it. We know exactly who it's targeting now. We can probably do a pretty good job of protecting those that are targeted and most likely to get it. Yeah. Why does the rest of the country have to suffer? Millions of people out of jobs. Steve. Congratulations. No uh, weddings. Why does this Steve, happen? Steve, the likelihood, the, the, first of all, the fact is we don't know everything about this virus. And we learn something we new every day. Yes. Okay. So and we know, and I've known, right? Steve. I've known two people who have died after attending a wedding. I'm sorry. I feel I don't want to I don't want to argue with you anymore. Thankfully, you're not my husband who I have to deal with. So I'm not going to argue with you anymore. How about we agree to disagree? And when it comes to your wife, you have to do the same. Turning around in circles and ending up in a shouting match because you want to get your voice heard and, and she wants to get her voice heard and you're debating the facts, the facts as you see them, because we can p- ch- uh, cherry pick our facts as well uh, to make our arguments. So let's leave it at that. But here's a good example between you and me, what not to do with your partner. So just saying. Uh, let's see, Steve, please stop getting excited about this. This is not for me. This is from a texter. Uh, I disagree vehemently about your take on COVID and I respect your opinion, but I hope you can calm down a bit about it. You should not be scared to go out to a bar, but you should be concerned. It is a deadly virus. It has infected less than that 1% of people, but killed 10% of infected people. He should speak to the two kids who lost their 45 year old mom, who was a healthcare worker to COVID. Uh, yeah, I'm kind of a sciencey guy and we know almost nothing about this virus. And that to me is the scary part is we don't know enough. And if you look at the evolution in the four months, uh, this is what's been happening is we're getting new, new information every time before it was masks don't protect you. Now masks protect you. Like it, it keeps changing. We have to accept that these changes are happening, but Man, I rely on the scientists on this. I don't rely on uh, on uh, just government or just the media. Like, I want to look at the science behind this. That's important. Uh, sorry, this virus is inconveniencing, inconveniencing him personally, but the rules are saving lies, <laughs> lives. Uh, this guy, Steve, is the problem. He's very aggressive and argumentative. Yes, and don't get me started with people who are argumentative because, uh, yeah, <laughs> well, you you see how riled up I can get too, right? Um, anyhow, please, anybody who wants to uh, uh, text in certainly certainly can. Uh, let's see, Dr. Lori, every man, and I mean every man, knows when he is crossing the line. I have a lot more life experience than Mike or Costa. Those are our two guys from last night. I have had waitresses with their hands all over me. Doesn't bother me in the least, but have had adjacent tables lose their minds, even commenting to me, how could I let this happen? Not in a relationship, so who does this harm? But as for me touching someone is not in my wheelhouse. If you fall into the Joe Biden category, you are officially a dinosaur. <laughs> okay there. Um, oh yeah, Lot, lots uh, lots more. All right, I, I want to give you this update on our three misketeers coming up, uh, coming up next. Passion with Dr. Lori Batito on CJAD 800. 
Trouble Tuesdays, you still have a bit of uh, time to get your questions in. All right, I want to give you a little update from the Three Misketeers. If uh, you've been a regular listener, you know what I'm talking about, but here's a refresher. Good afternoon, Lori. I I hope you remember us. I messaged you a few months back. To refresh your memory, more than 20 years ago, we were in Montreal and into prostitution and drugs, and you pulled us out of hell's gutter. The three of us are doing great, and we have a bond that is unexplainable. A few years ago, I got into a heated argument with my husband over one of my friends. I told him, do not even try to get in between us. You will lose every time. I know that sounds far out, but no one can understand what the three of us went through together. And even in rehab, we could not be separated. We have been there for each other through thick and thin, good times and bad. Last Saturday, my friend won $178,000 in the lottery, and we all went today to collect and celebrate. After four hours of paperwork, it came down to the money. She filled out her name, my name, and our other, and our other friend's name as co-winners, and she put down 55000 for both of us. She said, we'll take the 55000 herself, and the remaining will be spent on a vacation for the three of us. This is something we try to do every three or four years. We had always said if one of us wins a substantial amount, we would share. I never expected a third. It has always been one for all and all for one. I cannot hold back tears thinking of that cold rainy night when the lady on the radio, that's me, uh, said, get out, get out now, words I have never forgotten. I try and tune in when I can at 7 p.m. my time, so they're out west somewhere, and it's nice to hear you are still helping people. I cannot tune in this evening, but if you read this during your show, I want everyone to know we love you, and I'm not even sure you can explain the bond we have. I'm donating $5,000 to the local animal shelter and taking myself, kids, and hubby on a shopping spree with my two friends and their families, of course. May God bless you, and thank you again. Isn't that a lovely... Lovely end to that. Um, yeah, that's quite the happy ending, I, sh- I should say. Uh, so somebody wants, so this texter who's caught his son masturbating wants to know, he's had the talks with the, his son about sex, but wants to know if it's only his job, I guess because he's the father and, and, and the, the child is a boy. And I, I, my mind of this is that, uh, Mothers and fathers should be talking equally to their children of either gender uh, about sexuality. It should be a, um, if you can make it into a household topic where it's not a big taboo topic, but where the conversations could be had even at the kitchen table, it's, uh, it's helpful to hear perspectives from both, both genders, actually, to me anyway. Mm, let's see, Dr. Lawyer, your last most unreasonable caller is proof that the internet and Fox News type media have brought way too large a percentage of the population of G7 countries back to ignorant masses status. It is the most destructive part of society and the future of the planet. Thank you for your reasonable nature. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, let's see. Harry met Sally. Great movie and great scene in that movie. The caveman's eternally 15-year-old adolescent part of most guys' brains makes us take immediate notice of cute women and cute women's bodies. If I didn't care about emotional connections and relationships, it would be easy for me to say I couldn't ever have a relationship with a woman I liked that was strictly platonic. 
but deep emotional connections matter to me. So while I'm aware of noticing sexy women around, my girlfriend and usually end up having a good quick chuckle about it, and that's that. Uh, Dr. Lori, it is possible to be only friends with a woman. She doesn't appeal to you that way. As to being touchy-feely, watch her and take your cue from her. If she is touchy-feely, go ahead. If not, keep your hands to yourself. And this is from, uh, from a guy. Uh, what is best with son? Needless to say, will be uncomfortable for him. You're talking about the sex education talk. Well, this is why I really advocate for speaking to kids about sex at a really young age. And it's a, you take an approach that's called a, a scaffolding approach, which means you build you're, it's like building blocks, one on top of the other. So you you start off where uh, you're talking about the differences in bodies. You talk about privacy. You talk about um, consent, but in a kid-friendly way. Not it has nothing to do with sex. And then you're building on that as they get older and older, so that they feel comfortable and they feel that the subject of sexuality is not taboo, and therefore it won't be so uncomfortable. Uh, to have these conversations. And uh, you can also talk to kids in different ways, right? Like you don't have to sit them in front of you and, you know, look at me in the eyes. And then we have this big talk. It shouldn't, it need not be that way. You find teachable moments. You have, uh, you have discussions with kids. You get to find out what they are thinking as well and stuff like that. Uh, So the kid is masturbating. The mom shouldn't be spooked about this, somebody said. Uh, yeah, that's, uh, it's not about being skewed. It, it happens. Like this is normal child, uh, development. I can't tell you how many moms I've spoken to who tell me they're fed up of picking up, uh, uh, Kleenexes in, in kids' rooms, you know, in their boys' rooms. <laughs> I get it. Uh, but they, it, it is natural and a good indicator that it's time to start talking, uh, about all of these, uh, all of these issues. Uh, and then one last one. Um, I listen to your show almost every day, uh, and it's very interesting. I live in northern Quebec. It is isolated up here. I am 53 years old. Then to tell you that I don't have a girlfriend or, or I never had one. I am blind. I lost my sight about four years ago. I have arthritis in my hips. I walk with a crutch, and I'm almost ready to throw in the towel, LOL. Before the pandemic started, I used to go out every afternoon at the local shopping mall here just to get out and see people. I want to want to meet the woman of my dreams, but it never happened yet. I'm considering buying a sex doll or a prostitute, LOL again. I even went so far as going for a massage parlor while I get touched by a woman, LOL. I'm even talking to women online for about five or six years now, but all they ask is for money. So again, there I get frustrated. I know these women are just trying to scam me, but I was in a relationship online for about three years. We were supposed to meet three times and she never showed up three times and she never showed up. So I dropped her. So I'm asking you for any suggestions of what I can do. I don't know if anybody has any ideas. Like it, it's very difficult. Like I feel for this person because he's li- he's living in a rural area, which already, I mean, he's, so he's has a disability, number one. Number two, he lives in a rural area. So the, the opportunity to meet a lot of people 
is already restricted and pretty much can only do it online. I can only tell you like not to fall for these scams because you're vulnerable for that. But I wonder if there's a local, like here we have a Montreal Association for the Blind or we have organizations like that where maybe getting involved in some kind of community would be a really good place to start. I don't know if you're part of a church where you live or uh, some some kind of community center where you can take uh, you can take classes or they have a drop-in center or something that would give you at least the social aspect. Maybe not now during COVID, of course, but um, hopefully it's something that you can look into and get out there and the more people you meet the better it is because then you might meet someone who says hey i could introduce you to my friend such and such and then you might meet somebody through someone else but the key is getting out uh, that would be the most important thank you all for uh for all of your texts still more coming in sorry i didn't get to uh, to all of them always uh, so interesting talking with you i i really appreciate you very much i also appreciate dave simon our technical uh, producer thanks uh, thanks for pushing all the buttons and keeping us on track here you can connect with me on social media at dr Lori betito b-e-t-i-t-o that's how you spell my last name or you can get in touch with me through email go to my website drlaurie.com d-r-l-a-u-r-i-e.com on there, you'll find a couple of the TEDx talks that I've done. You'll find information about my book, and you'll find all the past podcasts of uh, of Passion on there as well. Coming up next here on CJD, we bring you this CTV National News. Have a great rest of the evening. Stay safe, and remember to live your life with passion.